Good morning. Welcome. Glad to have you with us. It is uh, 9.07, and we are going to do a little post-mortem here. I'm actually going to eat a little crow myself. So, um, here we go. Uh, first, my prediction was that we would win, uh, that we would win, that the Republicans would win uh, the House and the Senate. Uh, and I said the Senate by at least one, if not two, seats. Um, and I was confident that the Republicans were going to do all right all the way back to this summer. But it didn't pan out. And it should have panned out. The Republicans should have prevailed. It should have been a wave. Number one issue for almost every voter was the state of the economy. We have this huge uh, inflation problem. The economy is... You know, it, it has uh, had two quarters of contractions, and it may uh, go back into a contraction in the next quarter. People are unhappy with the state of the economy. How, under those circumstances, did the Senate not flip solidly to the Republicans? Well, Trump fans, you're not going to like what I'm going to tell you. And I'm sure that you are going to call me up and call me all kinds of names and say that somehow... I'm a never-Trumper. Now, I am a never-Trumper. I will tell you that there are a couple of things that happened. Number one is the strong Trump faction backed Trump candidates. And you tell me, well, J.D. Vance did all right in Ohio. No, no, J.D. Vance didn't do all right in Ohio because J.D. Vance was a great candidate. J.D. Vance did all right in Ohio because in order to save that seat, Mitch McConnell threw tens of millions of dollars at that race. Then we have Pennsylvania. What a heartbreak. Dr. Oz was such a poor choice. And I want to point out that in Ohio and in Pennsylvania, there were other candidates who actually could have won but the Trump fans followed the Trump suggestion, and you ended up with Dr. Oz. Now, it wasn't entirely Dr. Oz's fault. The system was being used to its maximum to benefit his, his opponent. Having suffered a stroke, being unable to communicate, not being really fit to serve in the U.S. Senate, he delayed having his debate until well after the mail-in votes came in. If it weren't for the stupid way we vote, Oz might have pulled it off. This mail-in vote thing, well, I can't make it, or I don't want to get out of the bed and get in the car and go vote. That load of horse manure. Get your ID, show up, and make your vote. What happened is, in, in a lot of cases... Those Democrats, not having seen Fetterman, voted for him in the mail, in advance. So that helped Fetterman. But Oz was not a good candidate. There were better candidates, but the Trump supporters supporting Trump candidates brought this guy in. Same thing is true in Georgia. This race should have been a wave. 
and it's not. And there are a lot of people who are talking about Trump making this big announcement that he's going to run. And then threatening any Republicans. Now, Trump has the Republican Party over a barrel. And the problem is his ego. Well, I think if they win, I should get all the credit. And if they lose, I should not be blamed at all. Okay. I think he, he meant that facetiously. But at the end of the day, Trump is not popular with the general public. If you want to win, you need a candidate who is popular with the general public. Trump is not presidential. He was a man for his time. I don't dislike what he has done in, uh, in the White House entirely. He did several things that were good. It's time for him to relax and sit back and move on with his life. What you want is a candidate that is saleable. You want to hear one? Here's a, here's a candidate that is saleable. We chose facts over fear. We chose education over indoctrination. We chose law and order over rioting and disorder. Florida was a refuge of sanity when the world went mad. We stood as a citadel of freedom for people across this country and indeed across the world. We faced attacks. We took the hits. We weathered the storms. But we stood our ground. We did not back down. We had the conviction to guide us. And we had the courage to lead. We made promises. The people have delivered their verdict. Freedom is here to stay. support of the people of Florida. We not only won election, we have rewritten the political map. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a presidential candidate. I don't know if you could make out what they were chanting in the background, but it was two more years. That means those fans look at him and say, we're going to let you run for president. We think you're that good. I think he is, too. The other, one of the other things, and it's not quite as big, but it's, it's a mistake the Republicans made, and Lindsey Graham made it worse. Lindsey Graham made it worse. When Lindsey Graham tried to write a regulation on abortion that he would introduce in the Senate, every Republican should have denounced him. Every Republican should have said in every race, look, I'm pro-life, but we've spent 40 years, 50 years turning this over to the states because that's where it constitutionally belongs. And I am not going to make it a federal issue. But Lindsey Graham made that a challenge. So 
Is it over? Well, no, the fat lady hasn't sung yet. It's entirely possible that Georgia could go the right way, that we could uh, pull a few in from the, from the uh, West. But it's much tighter than it needed to be. It's not a wave, it's a ripple. And I would argue that in this economic environment, it should have been a landslide. All right, I know, I'm going to hear from Trump fans. But I'm here to listen. 800-529-5572-874-9390 if you're local. Or you can just go to GaryNolan.com, send me a message there. It's the Gary Nolan Show. It's post-mortem. It's the Zimmer Radio Network. It is 19 minutes after 9 o'clock. And I'm going to tell you just straight up, it's time for Donald Trump to retire. If the Republicans want to win ever again, this guy needs to retire. And here he has been threatening other Republicans not to run. And I think he's got the Republicans over a barrel. Because I believe if the Republicans don't nominate him, he'll run as an independent, split the ticket, and give the Democrats the next presidential election. I would not put it past him. The guy's all ego. 874-9390-800-529-5572. All right, Trump fans, come and get me. <laughs> Chuck, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Pretty good. Can you hear me okay? Yeah. Okay. Um, <clears throat> well, I am becoming less and less of a Trump fan as the days tick on. Um I'm telling you, I'm with you. I think he needs to just stay out of it from here on out. Uh, but I honestly, it, I think if you could have an election between him and Donald Trump, I think DeSantis could take him right now. Because I think there's a lot of people that are getting more and more turned off by the fact that he's attacking somebody that, that he all pumped up and pushed up from the beginning. It just, to me, he's acting like a five-year-old, and I'm, I'm sick of it. I get enough of that when I'm at home with my five-year-old. Yeah, I think, I think it's time to get off the Trump train. Reality is calling. <laughs> Hello, reality calling. <laughs> Chuck, thanks for the call, buddy. Appreciate it. Thanks. All right, glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Amanda, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Good. Thanks for taking my call. Yes. I am right there with your last caller, Chuck. I love Trump. I flew his flags. I wore his hats. I've been to a couple of his rallies. But um, I think he just brings too much baggage now. There's just too much. Uh, I've watched this election go from red wave to blah really, really fast. Um, DeSantis did um, amazing last night in Florida. I mean, he took Miami, Dade County, of all places. And if it was a choice between Trump on the ticket and DeSantis in a primary, I'd vote DeSantis all the way. Did you hear his victory speech? It was amazing. It sent... I mean, what a leader. What a leader. It sent chills. It did. It sent chills down my back. Or what is it, Brian? Uh, something up my leg? What was yeah, the tingle up? Tingle, tingle up, up my your leg. leg. Yeah. yeah, that was a tingle up my leg. All right, Amanda. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. All right, glad to have you in the Gary Nolan Show. All right, I I, I confess <laughs> I am. I wasn't expecting this. Uh, Gary, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? 
Oh, they're the only ones that can uh, figure out how to lose with the economy that bad. But uh, Trump, he uh, put them out to pasture. He would want to run if there was only one person in America that would vote to him. And I say, let the guy run as an independent because you have no other choice. Uh, if he runs, he'll get beat worse than he did in 20. And we got a better chance with him being independent. We really do. I don't know. His fans are so solidly behind him that they would follow him and split the Republican ticket. And that would mean, you know, six more years of a Democrat in the White House. Well, I mean, if he runs, there's going to be a Democrat in the White House. I mean, if Fetterman, if Fetterman, in the kind of physical shape he's in, can win and and Oz carried the Trump baggage. Trump, who's disliked more than Oz, he wouldn't have even done as well against Fetterman if he was running for that office as no. Oz did. Well, all I can tell you is there's a lot of baggage with Trump, uh, his selections. I mean, uh, uh, General, uh, what's his name? Uh, uh, Brian, the general up in uh, New England, uh, Bud, Bud, Budman or whatever. Uh, another one of the uh, uh, picks from Donald Trump, uh, he went down in flames, and he had a very vulnerable candidate that he was running against. We got to you got to get off the Trump train. Is the bottom line there? He, Gary, he lost. Yeah, thank you. He lost Georgia in twenty. Though those senators were ahead until he got involved with yep. that runoff. So yep. heck, he's bad baggage. I by agree. Trump. Gary, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, 874-9390, toll-free, 800-529-5572. Let's see here. Uh, Gary, agree with everything you said, but wanted to add that the mail-in voting is also a massive problem because it gives people who have no business voting the ability to vote and therefore caters to the lowest common denominator, which in, in, uh, inevitably goes to the Democrats. Without mail-in voting and requiring an actual effort to vote, these people who don't pay attention won't vote. Mail-in voting in every state overwhelmingly goes to Democrats, even in red states, and I can guarantee they don't actually know what they're voting for. I don't disagree with that. I agree with your summary. Uh, what? In total? Uh, I've been saying that for some time, that we cannot afford Trump again. We need someone willing to work together with others. Brian, are you as surprised at this response as I am? I was sure that... No, uh, because I've been feeling for some time that uh, people, the longer things go like this and the more that Trump lashes out following, you know, things not going the way he expected, people, you know, finally understand. It's like, hey, that guy just can't, you know... He's, he's not in control. He's not. He just, uh, he's got an ego that constantly needs to be fed and when it's not fed he lashes out and i've seen that for some time and it's not that i dislike him i dislike his character and just the way he goes about certain things you know it's just uh it's not a likable guy tim sent me a message on trump you're spot on gary i wish he would just go the hell away but his ego and love for himself won't allow it 
That's uh, true. Uh, Trump needs to step away, says Jan. He's He was a good president. Sorry he's been so abused by the Democrats constantly going after him. But he needs to let his ego go and step back. And running as an independent is awful. He would lose a lot of respect uh, that he had garnered. You know, he could be, if he could control himself and be an elder statesman, he could be an asset. But he can't control himself. Uh, let's see, Adam, I was so disappointed this morning, and I agree with you that most of the blame belongs to Donald Trump. It may not be a popular opinion, but this time, his time has passed. He is rude, arrogant, and only looking out for himself. If he wanted to do what's right for America and the Republicans, he would step aside. Love your show. Adam, thank you. Uh, let me get some phone calls in here. John, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm all right. So I think you guys are totally missing this thing, blaming it on Trump. What it is, it's plain and simple, and it's just, it's so clear that we can all see it's voter fraud, period. Uh, no, we had voter not. fraud in, in, in the last presidential election. You cannot tell me that there are that many morons in the world that would vote for Fetterman. Come on. People voted I mean, for Fetterman. John, John, inept. John, John. People voted for Fetterman before they even saw him, before they right. even heard him. Yeah. Well, that was the mail-in vote. That wasn't you know, fraud or fraud. That was you know, it, taking advantage of a crooked system that allows you to, to vote from home uh, weeks before the election. That's that's exactly but what that's, I'm saying. But we it's don't not, have an honest election system in this country any longer. But it's not fraud. A, it's not fraud. And B, there were better candidates who could have overtaken Fetterman easily. But it was the Trump supporters who gave Fet, uh, gave Oz the the nod. I don't disagree. But what I what I will tell you is that my father was born in 1924. Was never a registered voter. And, and at a certain point in his life, I, I'm like, why wouldn't you vote? And he goes, my vote don't count. Well, where are we at? Does your vote count? Does my vote count? Somebody's, count for nothing. somebody's vote counted because people won and people lost. All right. cannot, you cannot convince me that there are that many morons in this world that would have voted for Biden. Well, if you don't want to deal with reality, John, you don't have to. But I'm telling you, these people voted for Fetterman not having even seen him. Yeah, he well, didn't have. He he stayed in the closet until the debate, which was weeks after the mail-in votes came in. So, That's so, so. Here's the question, I guess that I'll I'll wind this up on. How many dead people voted yesterday? Well, like I would have some idea. I have no you idea. Know, I mean, right? Exactly. I well, bet, the, I bet the, if we really analyze this deal, we'll find out how corrupt it really is. But you and won't find enough. You won't find enough to overturn the election. There wasn't that much fraud. I don't deny there's fraud. There's always fraud. There's always fraud. But it was not enough to turn the election. The election went down the dumper because the candidates suck canal water. John, I appreciate it, buddy. I got to go. I'm up against the clock. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Lots more posts, lots more phone calls. We'll get to them after the news. Postmortem, the Republicans. More of a ripple than a wave. And we're not even sure about that. Gary Nolan Zimmer, Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show.
935. The fat lady ain't sung yet, but boy, it does does uh, it does look close, and it doesn't look great uh, on control of the Senate. Uh, Mitch said, Gary, I could not agree with you more regarding Trump. I voted for him both times. Uh, do lesser two evils. Cringe every time he opens his mouth and is purely ego-driven. Uh, Ross, uh, I have no problem calling Trump out on uh, his mistakes. Oz and Walker were terrible candidates, but Trump gained 13 million votes, got more votes than Obama. It's not going to matter who the Republican candidate is. They will never let another Republican win Pennsylvania, Georgia, Arizona, Nevada, and the others they stole. Well, that's based on what, Ross? Based on what? How do you figure that it is uh, voters uh, being cheated out of their vote in all those communities, in all those states? I, I've seen no evidence of that. Uh, I'm not saying they aren't inept. They certainly are. But I'm not seeing that kind of cheating. And in some, a couple of those states that you're talking about, Arizona, Nevada, the Republican just might pull it out. Then what will you say? Uh, Tim says, I listened for just a moment this morning. I know you're a let everyone smoke all the dope and keep baby killing legal libertarian. <laughs> Do you suppose Tim has ever really listened to me? I don't think so. Clearly, he has not. Tim, if you're going to eavesdrop, pay attention. Yes, I'm a libertarian. I am a pro-life libertarian. I don't smoke pot. I don't drink alcohol. But I think they both should be legal. And I don't think you have the right to tell anybody what they can consume. That's what I am, a libertarian. And he goes on. But what are your thoughts about how often the Libertarian Party costs the Republicans' elections by splitting the conservative vote? Well, listen. Libertarians take a lot of Democrats that are fiscally conservative and socially tolerant, and they take a lot of Republicans that share the same values. But how about this, Tim? Instead of blaming the Libertarian for standing up for the Constitution, perhaps the Republicans should gain candidates that will do the same thing so they can have the libertarians on their side. I mean, it is the operating manual for the government. Don't blame the libertarians who are standing on principle. Blame the Republicans who are not. And for that matter, the Democrats who are not. He goes on to say, I voted for Hillary. I voted against Hillary in 2016, but I did vote for Trump in 2020, but I think he did not help the Republicans this election cycle. I think it's time for the GOP to move on. I concur. To the phones we go, because it is a call-in talk show. Uh, that number, by the way, 800-529-5572. James, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Well, thank you for being the voice of sanity in this crazy world, Gary. I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Um, I... Uh, this is just my take on it. I did not see Donald Trump on the ballot. So where I am going with this and what really baffles me is I'll take the opposite of John a minute ago. How are there that many morons out there who look at the condition of the country the last two years and said, I prefer that to anything that the Republicans have to offer? And um, where are we going and why am I in this handbasket? Yeah, well... These uh, candidates that were Trump supporters and Trump kept coming out for them, uh, that, I think, was sending a message. Uh, then on top of that, just before the election, he announces that he's going to make this big announcement next week, 
which clearly everybody expects to be, I'm running for president. And I think a lot of people didn't like that. Uh, the guy is just, he just needs to retire. I'm not, a, you know, I, I, I say this over and over again because Trump fans don't get it. He did a lot of great things. He did a lot of crummy things. He's not a good candidate. He needs to stop and enjoy his retirement. And I intend, I tend to agree with you on that. But all, all that being said, you still had to go and pull the lever for the Democratic candidate knowing that you're going to get exactly what we've got. And even whatever Trump is, he's not Joe Biden or the rest of these uh, insane people that we uh, are going to be sending to office. They, uh, as far as the country goes the whole. They despise Donald Trump. They hate him. They and for whatever stupid reason, you know, they don't like his uh, his uh, tweets. Uh, they don't like the way he communicates and all that stuff. I don't either. But they find it so distasteful they won't vote for anybody that he supports. And they find it more distasteful than five dollar gas and a six dollar gallon of milk and an eighty thousand dollar vehicle, which is what again I can't understand it. I can't fathom that you would hate somebody that badly. Well, don't forget the other half of the Democrats' message, James. The Democrats' message was, and, and, they, and they set this up, the whole country was Claire McCaskill'd because they took this right out of her book. They went out and found the Trump candidates because they would be the easiest ones to beat. And they gave them money so they could win the primary. They ran ads so, they could, so these Trump candidates could win the primary. And then yep. they argued if those very people get in control of the House and Senate and Trump runs, they're likely to do what Trump wanted them to do on January 6th. Ugh. Scared these people. All right, and, James. And we fell for it. <laughs> well, I don't know that we fell for it, but a lot of people did. Yep. James, thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Sharon, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? I'm fine. Uh, now, this is just my opinion, okay? Take it for what it's worth. Okay, two things. First of all, if the Republicans want to win elections, then they have to come up with programs and proposals that are going to be better than the Democrats. They did. They came up with the, the House. Um, what's his name, Brian, from the House? Um, minority leader. Uh, God, I can't think of his name. Came up, yeah, McCarthy uh, came up with his version of uh, the contract for America. It was what the Republicans promised they would do. Okay. But, but the candidates that were running for office in different states. They were not pushing that. And, and another thing, I voted for Donald Trump twice. Okay? However. Got to wrap it up, Sharon. Go a little faster for me, honey, would you? Please. Okay. All right. Donald Trump slammed DeSantis last week, and he said he better not run because I've got all kinds of dirt on him. What is any different, him saying that, 
than what the Democrats have been saying all these past years. Donald Trump is not the way to go for the Republican Party anymore. Good point, Sharon. Thank you. Got to move on. I'm falling behind. Jordan, welcome. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. How are you? Hello, Jordan. Hey, I'm good. How are you? Yeah, I'm right here, man. Yes, sir. Hey, so I wanted your opinion on on this. Um, for years, it's re- we've required citizens to go to the polls and vote. You had to have a level of interest and passion for that. Yep. Now it seems like we're taking the polls, the booths, voting booths, to to the citizens. And, and our level of filtering uh, people who are um, informed may not be there. What's your take on that? I think you're right. I think people have to get off their ass, get in the car, or go on a bicycle, or walk to the polling place, show an ID, cast their vote. Then they're motivated. They know what they want. They understand the issues. And they're willing to, to, to make an effort to make it happen. This, you know what, I don't know what's going on, but they're a Democrat or a Republican or whatever. I'm just going to th- throw this in the mail. That's a load of horse manure. Yeah, so if, if that's the case, do we need new filters for, uh, for what it takes to vote? If we're just going to go out and harvest all these ballots, should we have some sort of criteria for a citizen who needs to be paying their taxes and uh, being informed? for casting that ballot. I don't think you can uh, put any limitations on it in that respect, but I think you can say, this is where you have to go. This is your polling place. Be there and and and, and cast your vote. Uh, I, I think a I lot think, of people... I think that's a, that's a good enough filter. Let's get back to it. I agree. I absolutely agree. And I think a lot of people who are uh, ill-informed uh, will, will uh, you know, just drop it in the mail, but they won't go to the polling place. The Uh, Democrats want us to be distracted by Trump right now, but this isn't about Trump. This is about the quality of vote. It is about Trump. The quality of vote right now is down. It is about Trump. They want us to think it's about Trump so that they can get the bad quality of vote and get their turns. It it is about Trump. You're right about the voting. uh, the, The process needs to be cleaned up. But it is about Trump. With if the if the uh, Republican candidate uh, in the primary in Ohio that was favored by most Republicans had won that primary, if he hadn't been uh, uh, waylaid by uh, the Trump fans and Trump supporters to uh, to give them the candidate they ended up with, he could easily have won Ohio without Mitch McConnell sending tens of millions of dollars in Ohio to save the seat. If the Republican candidate in Pennsylvania that was figured to win until Trump came to town, had actually won, they would have had Pennsylvania. Uh, The same thing is true in Georgia. I mean, it just keeps happening. All right, Jordan, I got to run, buddy. Appreciate the call. Up against the clock. Quick break, then we're down to Springfield. We'll chat with with Dan, uh, and uh, we've got a bunch of posts. The Gary Nolan Show on the Zimmer Radio Network. 9.51, and uh, we're doing the postmortem on the election. Andy says, uh, Gary, you have nailed it with Trump. Time for us to move on. Uh, Harley says, yes, it's time for Trump to fade away. I never believed there'd be a red wave, only slight gains in Congress, a doorstop against the progressive agenda at best, a younger electorate that takes the progressives as a worldview. Uh, and the shift toward absentee and mail-in ballots could spell doom for the Republican side, similar to what happened to the Federalists 
after 1800. Uh, let's see. Dan in Springfield, welcome. How are you? Uh, hi, this is Dan. Uh, anyway, uh, I, uh, I am actually encouraged by the fact that you're getting so many calls saying it's time for Trump to go. And, I mean, looking back, midterm elections years ago, you know, midterm election happens, Bob Dole looks like the apparent, and I'm screaming at the top of my voice, it's, we have to stop Dole. And, you know, what happened? Midterm, eight or ten years later, 12 years later, uh, here comes McCain. And, I mean, after the midterm, I go, we have to stop McCain. And nobody did it. And right now, if the Republican leadership does not coalesce behind Ron DeSantis and just shut Trump down, we're doomed. I totally agree. You hit, you hit the nail squarely on the thumb. And, and, and just to address quickly some of the other the few comments that did support Trump, these guys out there uh, embracing the, the big lie. I'm sorry, it's a big lie. Was it illegal what they did in Pennsylvania? Yes, it was illegal, but that was not enough for Trump to win. Trump killed himself. Trump debated, excuse me, defeated himself, and he has assumed no responsibility for what he did, and he never will, and he has to go if there's going to be a future for conservatives. Thank you, Gary. All right, Dan, thank you for the call. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Uh, there are some people who... who uh, who are not agreeing with me here at all. Uh, lack of evidence of cheating just means they're getting better. Practice, 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 says Nathan. Um, let me see where else. I got some other. Uh, there you go again, beating the hell out of Trump. But yet I agree 100% Trump needs to retire. Um, all right, let me go to the phones. Uh, Eric the Liberal is on board. Eric, welcome. How are you? Wonderful. Um, I'm only going to call to agree with you from now on. <laughs> so, well, that so, ought to tank uh, my radio career. Thank you. I know. Yeah, your ratings will be through the through the roof. I'm sure. The uh, <laughs> obviously uh, Trump has hurt. You could just look at the Georgia race where the governor Kemp, who is a long, lifelong Republican, won by several more points than the and. Trump was totally against him, but the uh, Senate candidate did not win. And people don't split votes, split their ballots that often. And there was like several percentage split in their ballots on that. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good tell that there was something about Trump on the ballot there. Also, people should be angry with Trump. He had hundreds of millions of dollars that he collected he was actually taking money from the Republican donations, and he only donated 15% of his war chest to the candidates in this race. And you pretty much had to bend your knee to him to get any of that money. So he was trying to control it. He only gave just a little bit of money. I think Republicans should be angry at him. And as far as him running as an independent, I think he'll threaten that to the very end. But I don't think his ego would let him do it because he would know that he would come in third. And I don't think he'll do it. So I think 
people should call his bluff because I don't think he's willing to, you know, it's hard to say you got cheated when you're like a distant third. So I can't see him doing it. But that's my take. Well, the problem is it came from you. They're going to go, wait a minute, a liberal is calling up to suggest, yeah, no, but you're right. Uh, it probably would yeah. at the end. But it's hard to know with him because he is so self-centered. Uh, he thinks the sun revolves around him uh, that he just might tank everything just out of spite. All right. Yeah, but then he's a loser, though, and then I don't think he could do that. I don't think he could handle it. All right. Have a All good right. one. All right, Eric. Thank you. Glad to have you on the Gary Nolan Show. Brian, I'm having, um, I'm in distress. <laughs> Eric, the liberal, called and he agreed, and agreed with, with you. Yeah, I was just on the phone with Guinness, and uh, they Ripley, don't believe me. Ripley said they didn't believe it either. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else do we have here? Uh, even if it is about Trump, only an idiot would have voted for Fetterman. And yeah, I that's the one I just can't seem to wrap my head around. Can you? Well, yes, I can. These people in the state of Pennsylvania knew who Fetterman was when he was healthy. Yeah, but he's a, he's a plant. But they don't know that. <laughs> these people are, these are Democrats. And they've got this mail-in vote, and it's weeks before they see him. They kept him under wraps as I, long I as they could. I think they would have voted for him anyway. I don't think so. Oh, man. I think if they had, uh, if he had had that debate early on, they would have been, they would have been so shocked at what they saw so disillusioned that they wouldn't have even voted. But he took advantage of that mail-in system. That's why he waited so long to have the debate. He knew he'd get those early votes from people who didn't know what position, he, you know, what kind of shape he was in. And that helped. But there was a Republican candidate that was primarying against him who was in the lead until Donald Trump and Trump supporters pushed it over to Oz. And, and don't forget the allocation of funds to save Ohio. Uh, Mitch McConnell sent literally tens of millions of dollars in ads into Ohio to save that for Vance. Otherwise, he was going down the dumper. And he was not the first pick for the Republicans in Ohio. It was Trump coming to Ohio, picking him, and bringing his, his sway. He has sway with his fans in the Republican Party. He doesn't have sway outside of that. And so he was able to get the primary candidates he wanted. Good Lord willing, and the crick don't rise, as my mother would say on occasion, the Republicans managed to grab the Senate. But it ain't pretty. Gary Nolan, Zimmer Radio Network. This is the Gary Nolan Show. 